Hello, welcome to the Risen Hope Podcast, a devotional on the Word of God that I hope will draw you to a more meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ. I pray that this podcast will also inspire you, encourage, and guide you in your walk with Jesus and to be the light of the world. But I have to be honest with you, I'm not just doing this podcast to make people feel good, not at all. Uh, because all scripture is God-breathed and is also there to correct, rebuke, and train in righteousness. You can read that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Yes, God's word encourages, it teaches, and should push us to be the best that we can be to bring glory to God. Because that's our main purpose, to bring glory to God. But at times I might speak some things from scripture that you rather not hear and say, Oh no, look... I I like God and I follow him, but this that you're talking about right now, uh, that's not for me. Well, you either serve and follow Jesus fully or you don't. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, we see how the people sometimes inclining to the one God, Baal, and sometimes to the true living God of Israel. It says Elijah went before the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. So I don't claim to know everything about God and the Holy Bible. And to be honest, I don't think anyone will in their lifetime here on earth because God's ways and thoughts are immeasurably higher than ours. In Job chapter 36, verse 26, Elihu tells Job how great is God beyond our understanding. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 to 9 also describes how God's nature and plans are beyond human understanding. It reads, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And that is what makes reading his word every day of your life amazing. You learn and grow from it every time. It never gets old. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I truly believe that in order to be effective disciples of Jesus Christ, we need to come before God with repentance and have his word dwell richly in us by reading the word of God every day, meditating on it, and praying in our own quiet time with our Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Matthew in chapter 22, verse 34, Jesus replies to one of the Pharisees who asked him, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So how do we show our love for God? We show our love for God by obeying Him and putting Him first always in every area of our life. But let us not forget that we love Him because He first loved us. We read that in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. I am only capable of loving God because of the unlimited grace that Jesus has available for me and you and what he has accomplished on the cross. Praise God. So, 
If you're listening right now and you haven't accepted Jesus as the Son of God and made Him your one and only Lord and Savior, because you feel ashamed or condemned for the terrible sins you've committed, I'm here to let you know that God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. You can read that in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 17. And if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah! Glory be to Jesus! So, whether you believe it or not, God loves us. He loves you. His love is inexpressible. No matter what you've done or what you even haven't done, He loves you. And He's willing to save you from a life of darkness and take you into a new life filled with light, righteousness, and an unequivocal hope of eternal life with Him in heaven. But I must also tell you that Jesus also weeps. He weeps and hurts every time we sin against Him. If you think that your behavior has no effects to God's heart, you're sadly mistaken. We can make God joyful, pleased, angry, or sad. We read this in Jeremiah chapter 8 and Hosea chapter 11, for instance, when God's people, the Israelites, rebelled against God. God is a long-suffering God and slow to anger, but He does get angry. But He is also a God of reconciliation. One of the most famous verses in the Bible is John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. He wants us to have a personal relationship with Him through obedience, repentance, and faith in His one and only Son. So, if you're listening and you haven't repented and accepted with all your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, but my joy would be that while you listen to this and many more podcasts to follow, that you will be led to have a desire and love for Jesus who freely offers eternal salvation to all those who accept Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And if you do that with a sincere heart, I know that Jesus will forgive you of your sins and take you out of a life from darkness into the light. And He will bless you with a new life filled with an abundance of love, joy, peace, favor, and provision. A life free from the bondage of sin. Now, don't misunderstand this new life as one where Jesus will fix all your problems. Not at all. Jesus never promises that because there are some that follow Jesus for a while and when they see their lives don't get any better or they run into problems, they walk away from Him. Our circumstances are not what should define our faith. Jesus in John chapter 16, verse 33, forewarns us that in this world you will have trouble. We will encounter problems here on earth. Following Jesus is easy when life is going well, right? Of course, but the true test of faith is revealed during trials. But take heart, Jesus said, I have overcome the world, hallelujah. 
So what Jesus is saying here is that yes, the world is full of grief, confusion and trouble, but when suffering comes to you, he will turn your grief into the joy of salvation, replaces confusion and anxiety with God's never failing love and will give you peace and courage during trials. I can't help but think of the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse 1 to about 10, when he was in prison for publicly teaching that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God. You would imagine he would have every reason to moan, complain and feel sorry for himself and God forbid even curse God, but no, instead he continues to experience joy and praises God. You must understand that throughout scripture we are told that Christ lives in us. The word of God says that Christ may make his home in your hearts through faith. That's Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. This is not a metaphorical description of Christ in us, but truly and literally Jesus lives in us. When we believed in Christ, he came to live in our spirit. So if Jesus says he has overcome the world and Christ is in you, then it is no wonder we see the Apostle Paul full of joy even during hardships. Christ Jesus is in you and he will bless you with the same joy, peace, love and courage as long as you are faithful to him, our Lord, whose name is above every other name. So today, if, you, if you're going through trials, you're worried about paying the bills, you've got health problems or even insignificant things like you're stuck in traffic, you had a bad day at work, whatever it is that may be discouraging you, take heart. Jesus has overcome the world and he lives in you. So give praise and thanks to God for the life he has given you regardless of what situation you're in right now. Give him praise for God has formed you for a purpose. The word of God says pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. And though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15 to 16. Don't get stuck in worrying about your troubles, feeling like you're a failure. No, that is a lie the devil wants you to believe. Get out of that thinking. Have a clear mind in Christ Jesus. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away and also its lusts, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Do the will of God and you will find joy, peace and love that no worldly thing can provide you in the same way Christ Jesus so generously provides you by his grace. I encourage you, look ahead, press forward, for the Lord our God is with you. Take heart, Jesus has overcome the world. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, we are assured that God is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will always provide a way out so that you can endure it. 
You see, God uses suffering at times for His glory. God refines us in our sufferings and He explains it to us in Isaiah chapter 48 verse 10. See, I have refined you. Though not as silver, I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do this. So understand this, and that is whatever exalts God's glory also works for your ultimate good, because God cares for you deeply. So bring glory to God through the life you live. May you be a beacon of light in this ever-dark world. Remember, the Bible is not a book of stories, but documents incredible history and facts that proves there is a living God who created all things. The Word of God holds the truths of God's character, His mind, and His will for each one of us. So today, I encourage you. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Let us pray. My Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Your word is what reminds and renews my spirit of your promises, your will, your truths, and your kingdom to come. Lord Jesus, because of you today, I am declared righteous before my Heavenly Father and have a hope of eternal life with you. I depend completely on you, Jesus, with all my heart and soul. My trust and faith rests on you in no matter what situation I am in right now. Jesus, I pray in your powerful name that for those listening who are going through trials right now, that they be strengthened by your grace and remain unshakable, serving you with joy and bringing glory to you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless, and I'll leave you with Colton Dixon's song, Limitless. Bye-bye. Cause you're limitless